All right, everybody, welcome back to the Bottom of the Ninth Podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Rodriguez, and today we're here with San Antonio native Brandon Beckel. What's going on, dude? Not enough much. Just chilling, huh? Chilling. <clears throat> what uh so so let's talk about it, man. So right now you're at you're in where where are you at in Florida? I'm in Clearwater, Florida. Clearwater, right okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So like what's so right now you're at winter camp. So what's like a day? For you, like, do you guys get off days? Are you guys just out? What What does winter camp consist of for you guys? So right now, we, so back in November, I had, we're doing, we had a fall camp. And it's basically what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But we had that period from November 17th to like January 7th. Okay. So basically a day, like a day in the life is like, um, wake up around 8.15, 8.30, get to the complex. They always have breakfast for us. And then depending on your depending on your time of the day, there's pitchers tend to go early uh, anywhere from like start your activation, your, your dynamic stretch at like nine. And then once you get done with all that, you go into your throwing. And then that probably takes about an hour. And then after you're done throwing, you go into your lift. And we usually – lift monday wednesday friday mm-hmm. and then have a recovery lift tuesday thursday okay and we do get the weekends off for right now sick man cool and you're in florida yeah. so you can't really complain right you're in florida yeah, that's pretty nice out there so like it was a little bit right now <laughs> is it cold over there i i mean 50s to 60s right now oh so no it's not supposed beach. to get yeah it's, it's supposed not. to get up to 80 this week so my yeah, yeah. my might change it up a little bit. <laughs> I was like, so it's not beach weather, basically. No. <laughs> so, so you guys are th- so so you guys go through your lifting or your lifts Monday, Wednesday, Friday recovery lifts Tuesday, Thursday. Um, so are you guys? So when it comes to like baseball, is there baseball operations happening? Like, are y'all throwing pens on certain days? Are y'all doing like live abs? Like, how? What? What is that aspect of it going like? So we started throwing pens. We threw one the first week we were here, um, and right now I'm on a like two pins a week schedule. Okay. So I threw one yesterday, which I threw mm-hmm. I throw on Monday and Thursday. Okay. And uh, we on we have like a lighter day and then more of a high intent day. Mm-hmm. So uh, like touching the field day would be into it's called the nine square like the nine square yeah, strike yeah. zone. Yeah, yeah. And then Thursdays we'll throw to a catcher, but. Uh, I don't think we'll get into live ABs until spring training starts. Okay. Um, but that makes sense. we'll just be talking out pins for twice a week. That's pretty cool. That's not too bad. So, so, okay. So we've heard about your off season. So, and this is your first going in, this is your first big league or big league spring training, right? Obviously you got drafted last year. So like, let's kind of take it back. So you're from San Antonio. Have you, you're from San Antonio all your life? Yeah. All my life. Born cool, cool. Yeah. You went to, you went to Antonian. I don't know if you know, I yeah. went to Central, so I know I know what it's all about. Where did you go to middle school? I went to Lopez Middle School. Oh, because you're a public school guy? Stone Oak. Area. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then you went to Antonio. What was the, was it just like you wanted to change it up? What was the uh, decision to go to Antonian, man? Um, so the decision kind of, I don't know, my dad, my dad went there for two years. Okay. Um, kind of like a family background of going there. Gotcha. My cousin, my older cousin, who I was like, who I'm still really close with, and mm-hmm. all that, he went there, and I mean, I've heard they had like 
baseball obviously went into it. Heard the yeah. baseball team was good, and mm-hmm. like obviously the private school education. Basically, yeah. it just seemed like a it seemed like a good route for me, and it, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, like, so you went to Antonian. Were you? I mean, was were you a two sport guy, or was it was baseball? Was that all you did? Yeah. So I played. Uh, growing up, I played. I I played all three right, basketball, right. football. But I think basketball stopped in middle school, and then I played football till my freshman year of high school, and then continued on with baseball. Yeah. So, so obviously you went to Tech. So you you played at Tech. That's where you played college, but college ball at. So. Was there so as you're coming up? I mean, obviously Texas big. That's a big school to play at, big time. Um, when was it like? Okay, like so, 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 like your travel ball. Where were you playing travel ball at? I played with Lone Star Baseball Club outside okay. uh, out of Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So when was it like? Okay, because obviously everyone plays baseball. You played it your whole life. It's like yeah, this is I love baseball. So I'm gonna do. When was it like? Okay. The offers start rolling in. It's like, hey, this might get pretty serious. Like, I'm going to go play big time D1. Like, was it like your junior year, senior year? Was that when, like, the recruiting really started for you? How'd that go? Yeah. Um, so I didn't really have any notice until my sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the it was sophomore summer going into my junior year of high school. Okay. And I went to some showcases and finally started um, – like hitting, like throwing upper eighties and uh, like showcases, like hitting hitting some numbers, which gave me some like gave me some confidence and mm-hmm. basically just kind of rolled into my junior year. Um, definitely increased more more and below. Yeah, had a pretty good high school junior year, and then nothing, uh, nothing really started to pick up until. I got into summer ball my junior year. Yeah. Junior, uh, like junior going into senior. And basically there was a couple of tournaments that I played in, but uh, when the area codes, when the area code tryouts came, that's when everything kind of picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up having a really good tryout. Uh, uh, and after that, I got a bunch of phone calls I was supposed to go on a visit to Houston actually the next day. Oh shit! But okay. the night of the what's what's funny is the night of the tryout. Like after the tryout, I ended up getting an offer from Tech, and then I committed that day. Was Tech so, like? Was yeah. that like the school you wanted to go to? Is that like? Because I know like everyone's got their dream school, right? It was like Tech, like the school you're like, I wish I could go play at Tech. Like as you're coming up, right? Everyone's like, I wish I could go play here. Wish I could play here. Was Tech? Because you said you committed the, that night. Was it like? Was that like your dream school? Like this is where I want to go. Uh, oh, it's funny. So, a, I, my mom went to A and M growing up, okay. or in mm-hmm. college. So we grew up Aggie fans. <laughs> okay, and I wanted yeah. to go there, but I never. Uh, Never got an offer from them. Never, I mean, honestly, didn't really ever hear from them. Dang. But uh, my pigeon coach uh, knew the, the coaches at Tech. I was never mm-hmm. really in contact with Tech until that day. But we just have a bunch of our family friends are Texas Tech fans, and we were kind of ready to find a spot. And yeah. I think that just fit in. And honestly, talking to the coaches over the phone, like, throughout that day it was just like they just seemed like it seemed like they really wanted me and yeah. like i don't know 
I just liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Had you been out to Lubbock before? I have not. You hadn't. Dang, dude. That's that's tough because I went to Lubbock. Dude, I've never been to Lubbock. I went to Lubbock last year for the first time. That's small town vibes, dude. That that's like hardcore yeah. small town. Small town, especially it's, coming from San Antonio. That's small. It's a college town for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was there a big adjustment? Yeah. So like, obviously, like moving from San Antonio to Lubbock, was there like a huge adjustment period there, where you kind of just like you felt at home the minute you got there? It took a little bit. It was. I mean, obviously, leaving home for the first time is always a tough process. But mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as what was funny is. We had our, we were during COVID, so mm-hmm. everything was a little different. Oh shit, that's um, right! All, I forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, so school was all online. So we had <laughs> a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. It was it was a good time. Dang! So I forget. So my sister actually went to Incarnate, where she graduated. In, yeah, twenty twenty. She went to A and M. I forget. It's yeah, Laura, she went to A and M. Yeah, Lori, that's my sister. Yeah, yeah she dated. Uh, <laughs> I, I know who's I know Nika. She's yeah, yeah. I've met, dated for, I've met her a couple times, yeah. Yeah. So so you know, you go to tech. Um let me ask you this. So this is a question I ask a lot of times. So I saw you throw because obviously she my sister dated Nico, so he's on the team, right? So I saw a couple times you threw I saw you throw at Saks. I think that was your senior year, maybe in your junior year. You're throwing gas. There was some there was scouts there, and then I saw you throw did you throw against Central? I don't remember. I never got Central my senior year. I, yeah, okay. I played them my. Yeah, it might I have never... been. It might have been your junior year then. I saw you throw. I was like, yeah, this kid. Because like, not to like shit on like private school baseball by any means, right? But you can tell. And this is something I tell people all the time. Like, you can tell when a good player rolls up through one of these private schools because, in all honesty, besides like a few guys here and there, like you can tell when a dude's got it. When a, like some of these guys are pretty like you know they're like mi- like middle tier guys, D two guys, guy play NAIA, right? I saw you throw. I was like, "This guy, this, this guy's, this guy's legit. This guy's throwing gas." You're like probably the biggest guy on the field. I was like, "Yeah, this guy's, this guy's the real deal." Um, now saying that, like, obviously playing in a small because that was something that hurt me when I was coming out of college or when I was coming out of high school. People were like, "The competition, the competition, whatever. It's not as good," and that can hurt your your status a little bit. But like, you obviously played out. You went to different showcases. You went to different things so you could showcase. Obviously, I'm five ten. You're six four. Something. It's a, a big difference there. Was there a huge transition period from going and playing that small private school baseball? Obviously, you were playing more competition, but that was like your main season. And then going into the Big 12 and playing that competition, was there was there kind of a, a period where you needed to like kind of up your game a little bit? Did you make changes in your in your maybe your pitching repertoire? How did that go? Yeah, there was uh, I will say there was a big adjustment. It took me. I mean, it definitely took me until my sophomore year to really dial it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, freshman year I mean I think freshman year going through all the inner squads and fall ball I like I had the stuff everything was good enough mm-hmm. but I think the biggest part of going into it is your confidence level right your like your comfortability um and just being able to like trust what you could do and like yeah. knowing because you're competing against guys that are four you're four or five years older than you so right. yeah definitely a big you go from like i went from being a private school kid uh, committed and just was known and then like you go to a big a big 12 school like tech and you just become another person on their team until you have to you have to prove what you can do and they're not going to care if you don't if you don't 
to them, like they can always find people. Yeah. You got to prove yourself and like show that you want to be there and all that. And so like my freshman year, it was a struggle. I, I got three and a half innings, I think. Dang. Um, I mean, but like, that's, I mean, you know, moving, you know, I figured like, obviously that's going to take, obviously there's a change, there's a transition period. I mean, there's very few guys that you get that are like ready to go and play at that, at that level. And obviously some, some of those guys are just freaks. So obviously, you know, coming, there's a transition period, right? I mean, did they tell you like, well, I mean, obviously your, your expectations as a, as a freshman, obviously going into a powerhouse school like that, they just, your year, the year before they were just at the college world series. So I'm sure they were pretty stacked. I mean, I'm sure there was something, you know, there was, there was probably a period where you're like, I'm going to just have to work at this. And like, this is going to be a long game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew going, I knew I had to bust my butt. Yeah. And I was excited for the summer ball season to come up because mm-hmm. I would get my opportunity to, to pitch more. And especially I went out to Santa Barbara. It was a great yeah. spot. Oh, dang. That's cool. After probably, I think I had like 25 innings out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, got a couple, got a start most of the time and it really helped me gain that confidence back that I needed mm-hmm. and going into my sophomore year, I was confident I was ready to go and I ended up having a, I, I, w- I would say a pretty decent sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I think 20, 24, 25 innings I had. Mm-hmm. which was a big step up from my freshman year yeah, from three. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Everything was feeling good too. So that's what I was. Yeah. I so got, like, big games and it was just a, it was a great yeah. time. Yeah, man. So, so I know so you went out to Santa Barbara and played and then you came back where you in high school, you were a starter, right? I mean, you, you were a starter in high I school, started. obviously. Yeah. Cause honestly, I mean, there's probably no one that was anywhere near you. Probably you're going to start. Was that something that you had maybe thought you were going to do in college? Because I know you came out of the pen. A lot of times you were the guy that first out the pen, maybe long relief, piggyback on some guys. Was that was that a big transition? Because I know a lot of guys that are like, I'm a starter, I'm a starter, I'm a starter. Then coming into the pen is something that they can't. Sometimes they figure it out. Sometimes it's a perfect fit. Sometimes it's something they have to take adjustments to. Was it something that you that came easy? Because you seemed pretty comfortable the times I saw you throw in some big spots. I mean, you seemed pretty comfortable, pretty chill in that spot. It it took it took a little bit to adjust to. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is you don't you don't get the time to warm up as a starter does. Right. Sometimes you get two batters to warm up, and sometimes <laughs> you get a couple innings. It's just right. it because the game can change super fast. Yeah. Um, you could have a long inning. You could have three up, three down. You could have a quick double play. Um, so coming out of the bullpen basically they'll they'll give you a heads up on when like they'll give you a he- give give you a ring down and they'll be like all right so and so start moving around start looking for this inning or this batter or so like yeah so you get to you get time to like do your bands do a dynamic and start throwing but basically you just need to know when you're going to be ready mm-hmm. um, how to get ready how to get ready fast and just to trust yourself. Yeah. I'm mean, like, that was like, cause I, I did the same thing when I was in college. I went from being a starter my whole life. And it's like, you're going to the pen 
and I'm used to like the long toss, the whole dynamic, the str- like everything that comes with being a starter and like getting ready. It's like that was like necessary. So for me to cut that down, that was like the hardest part. It wasn't even like coming in mid game, the situational aspect of it. No, it was like the prep to go in was like the hardest piece of it. Um, so you came in, and then obviously you know you had a great, your great sophomore year, did solid, came in, going into your junior year, right? When when did the dra- like obviously everyone's dream is to play pro ball right that's like the the cream of the crop that's like what you you know you go to a big school like that because that's the end goal right um so you had you had any pro looks anything like that up until your junior year was that something that kind of crept up did you have like a little bit of interest maybe your senior year of high school or before everything really happened i forget you were a covid guy so your last year was kind of cut short that sucks when when was the draft like becoming like okay this might actually be a thing so my senior year i had quite, I had a little buzz going around. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have some scouts come out to my games when I was pitching, um, got in contact with probably, I would say no, like five or six scouts from each team. Mm-hmm. Um, but then COVID happened and then it was yeah, just, everything, everything yeah, shut down. I, yeah. I mean, I think I had four, four, starts in or three or four starts that I had. Jeez. So there was nothing there was nothing for me to like show. Like if I would have had a full season it could have been a different story. But um so I had I just had I mean I had looks from high school mm-hmm. but freshman and sophomore year didn't really have anything. Um fall ball junior year was good. Mm-hmm. Got a couple texts and here and there just keeping in touch. Mm-hmm. But nothing really picked up until probably mid-season of my junior season. Yeah. That's when I started finding an advisor, had an advisor reach out, get in contact with more scouts. And then at the end of season, that's when I had, I probably had 20, 30 Zoom calls with teams. That's sick. That's uh, cool. Yeah. That's when I, that's when it kind of kicked in. It was like, this could happen. So, yeah, so, I mean, feeling. who was and I remember because I, I met you like a couple weeks before the draft and I caught a couple of your a couple of your pins like who were the teams that were like because you obviously went to the Phillies. But what were the what were the teams that were like I might like that were like really like hey, we're going to take you. So we thought it's funny what you think you think teams are interested and they could like, yeah, they totally not. You. <laughs> yeah, 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 we thought. From my advisor and I, we thought the Rockies were pretty interested. The Cubs were interested, and then there were a couple. There were a couple more teams that had that have shown some interest. Right, but we never, like, not once. I never heard from the Phillies. Really? So, yeah, that's um, whack. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad thing. It's just they like there's so many players. So yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the first the first time I heard from the Phillies was on the second day of the draft, and um, my agent talked with the guy who drafted me. And he ended up drafting me, um, but things didn't work out the second day, and then the third day going into it, uh, at the twelfth round, I got the call from the um, from the Phillies. They were just like, "Congratulations, uh, we just drafted you." So it was, awesome. a, it was a great, yeah, it was a great thing. Yeah, so how did how did that feel? So I mean, obviously the twelfth round's early, dude. That's like pretty damn solid, right? So like, 
And, you know, the 12th round, I had a buddy go in the 10th. Obviously, I've known guys that went earlier, but the 12th, like, that is, like, the 10th, the 12th is, like, still prime. That That's a prime spot. Like, they've they've thought something of you, man. Like, where were you at? So, like, what was, where were you sitting out with your fastball, like, at, and when you were prime? Because, obviously, I never caught you when you were, like, you were, like, giving it full intent. So, where, where were you at with your fastball? And then I know you had a, you had a change up. Like, what, what did you have in your bag? Um, so, I will say, I, um, from the beginning of season till probably regionals, mm-hmm. um, I was, any fastball was anywhere from probably two to five, mm-hmm. and or it was mainly two to four. And then sometimes I would hit ninety five. Mm-hmm. Um, curveball was low eighties, eighty to eighty four around there. Changeup, I didn't really throw a changeup that often, but if I did, it was eighty six, eighty seven. It was a hard one. Um, yeah. That sounds pretty wasn't, hard. Wasn't one of my best ones, but I was mainly a four-seam, two-seam curveball guy. Yeah. Uh, when regionals came around, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was the adrenaline of the situation, but I was uh, like sitting 94, 95, touch 96 at Florida. So that was a that was a great feeling. And I, I mean, I think that could have been part of the reason that I got drafted to um, because there was a there was a ton of scouts there too, which was oh, good, of course, right? Because that was a huge series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I was like, because I saw you, and I was like, you know, because I think Esteban and Gabe were like, yeah, he sits like four to six. I'm like, I saw your body, like, there's projectability, dude. Like, you could probably run it up there. I bet, like, that these guys work with you. You go to all these camps, dude. They they're gonna get you up there for sure. But so you get the call, and like, I, and that's funny that what you say, like, the teams that are never interested, because I've heard so many draft stories doing this, like talking to guys and like buddies, obviously I've known that have gotten drafted. And the draft day is ne- it's always romanticized like it's going to be this like this this like super yeah. picture perfect thing like you're going to be at home get the call have a party all the stuff that you see on like MLB Network in like the first round but it's never actually like that I've heard some crazy ass stories so it's funny that yeah, you they, say that like it it didn't go anything like you thought it was going to go was, um, going into it we didn't really know what to expect obviously um, but it was it was a stressful stressful time for sure. I mean, <laughs> you're just but, but it's nothing nothing is in your control mm-hmm. you, the only thing you can do is like play and that's all yeah, yeah. that's crazy so just, that's crazy yeah. so so you get you get drafted obviously i hope that like that's probably like top 10 moment of your life it's like oh my gosh like this is like dream come true you're gonna play professional baseball well you were a junior when you got drafted right correct yeah i was a junior at tech was there ever a thought like i may go back and do another year and then develop again or was there something that you were like I'm doing this now. I don't know what. Did you see that thumbs up? I don't know what that was. I think it was oh, like no, a I thumbs up on my thing. Okay, good. Never mind. But um, was there ever a thought that you might go back for a senior year and develop more? Or was it like, this is an opportunity, 12th round, it's pretty high. You're going to take it right then and there. Um, when I got drafted, there wasn't there wasn't really any. Like I was, I was excited to go. I was ready to go. Um, I mean, there's always... Like I've always could have gone back, I mean, right? Especially, I always could have gone back and got my degree, which would mm-hmm. have been great. Yeah, but just for baseball is such a thing. Like, do it while you can. Yeah. Um, I just I was ready to go. There's always mm-hmm. a risk of me going back, getting right. injured, and, something and happening. Yeah. Next year, I next year I probably don't even get drafted. Or right? yes, mm-hmm. things like so many things were could have happened that just kind of an opportunity you can't really pass up. 
No, I agree. I agree because so, I've got you know I've had I've had you know friends that are like that say that exact thing like I'm I got drafted I'm going to take it whether I mean I've had friends go way later and they're like I don't care like junior this is it I got my call it's going to happen now because that is a true story man like you really never know what can happen you could anything can happen right so it's like I, I yeah I applaud you for taking that and saying you know this is a one that's honestly a once in a lifetime thing dude like you never yeah. know um so then you get drafted right I know it's a quick turnaround right so did you did you where'd you sign did they send you the papers did you meet somewhere up to sign like how'd that go so I got drafted and then about a week later I flew out to Clearwater um signed or did all my you get here you gotta do all the physicals all the right. um like they test they test your arm and all that mm-hmm. stuff test your body make sure that you're not injured going mm-hmm. into it right um, and then once that was all done and all was clear assigned at the complex and then the new draft guys kind of did like a build-up camp trying to get get used to everything right um, get everybody situated and um it was about a month in and then we started uh throwing the live hitters ended up getting to throw in some rookie ball games and then yep. some low A games also. Okay. So, so, so expl- so how, so now that's another big jump, right? So you went from obviously playing, and this is something I talked to a lot of guys about, like I've talked to guys who played SEC, big 12, big 10, even guys that came from like conference USA, smaller conferences, like hopping in. Cause it's, you know, you go straight over there, right? So you get a couple of days and they throw you right in rookie ball with all these other guys, right? How was that adjustment? Was that another big shock? Was that something like, oh my god, I don't know? Like, is it? Were you, obviously, there's nerves, right? This is a whole new yeah. part of your life. But like, how how did you handle that? And what, what what kind of thoughts did you have going into it? So going into it, also another thing, mm-hmm. like going into it, I had no experience with it. I mean, mm-hmm. minor league baseball is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really competitive. Um, everybody's everybody's trying to get to the top so it's it's different from college with college you're not competing against you're not really competing against your own teammates right but here everybody's competing against everybody Mm because there's only so many spots to fill right and um just getting here what was good is they gave us some time to like settle down throw bullpens Mm -hmm. get back into everything face some live hitters and then like they didn't just get us here, have us throw and then put us in the game. Yeah. So they let us like uh, prepare and acclimate a little bit, right? Told us, told us when we were throwing, what inning we were throwing. And so you got the opportunity to give it your best and it was good. Yeah. So did you, so you're facing all these guys. Was the competition a big jump? Was that something that it was like, Cause you've, I mean, honestly, and I, I, I tell people this, like you're going, sometimes some of you guys like big 12 sec, you're playing a lot of the guys that you were playing against all year are probably out there with you. Right. I mean, some of them. Right. So it's like, was there a huge jump in the competition or was it something that was like, okay, I've, this is a different uniform. It's a different setting. It's a different scenery. Obviously it's a different feeling. It's much bigger than it was before, but is it like, this is just business as usual. I'm just going to come out and do it. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I don't think the comp- competition was a big jump. It's just way more consistent. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, because because back then you probably had one through one through five six or solid seven eight nine may struggle a bit here. It's what one through nine is they can smash. Yeah, like the yeah. college the college level. I mean, you always have the great guys. Um, the competition is really good, mm-hmm. but there is always holes in the lineup, holes in the infield, holes in the outfield, holes on the mound. Mm-hmm. Like here, it's just kind of very consistent. Um, everybody's trying to perfect their craft, so. I mean, I'm still, yeah. yeah, I'm still excited to. I didn't get to see much of it because I was only mm-hmm. here for a short amount of time. Yeah, that's fun. This this year is gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. So, um, so you went to lot, rookie. Lot so, yeah. So, but let me. So, I'm a little confused. So, you went to rookie ball. Then, how long did rookie ball, like your initial rookie ball season, last? Is that till August? I'm assuming, right? So the rookie ball season is a little shorter. Okay, um, I think it's. Um, from June to August or something. It's like 120-something games, and the other is like 100 and uh, – I think 135, 100, 100, yeah, something like that. Okay. So it's it's just a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. And they put the draft guys and the free agent signs. They gave us the opportunity to throw in a couple of games uh, for rookie ball, okay. which is at the complex. And mm-hmm. And we're we're just playing other teams that are around the area, yeah. And one, a couple of us from the draft class and uh, the the recent new signees got to go up to low A ball, and it kind of all depended on how many innings you throw during the year, right? Um, so because they didn't want to overwork people and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a good it was a good opportunity to go and be able to throw in the low A games. Yeah. Uh, kind of get my feet wet a little bit, see see what it's like. Um, I was there for about a month. Mm-hmm. We ended up going to the final game of playoffs. Oh, dang, and, okay. And it, we, lost, we lost to the Marlins team, but it was still a cool experience. Yeah, so so you go down there, you play, you play low A a little bit, and then you said you went to another, you went to a fall camp, is that what you said? Yeah, fall camp, it was from like, October to mid-November. Dang, so they got you playing all year round, dude. Dang, so that you yeah. had you had that seat. So you played, obviously, last year you played a Tech. You drafted, go play a short rookie ball, short season, a little bit off, and you go October, November, well, you got December off, and now you're back up in, in, in Lakeland playing again for the in the in the winter camp, right? Dang, that's a lot of baseball. That's a lot of ball. So, like, what – so do you have, like, an arm camera routine? Because obviously that's a lot of throwing. It's a lot of preparing. It's a lot of working out, like – Obviously, you wouldn't be there if you didn't love it. So I'm sure that that's something that you've grown to love, right? I mean, that's baseball playing out every day. What's your What's your routine? Is there, do you have like an arm an arm care routine? Is it like within bands? Is it like I've seen some guys that want to throw through some certain things? What What's your arm arm routine? Mark. So when we got here, they kind of analyzed us, figured out uh, where we were weak at in our armor, like mm-hmm. instability and stuff. So they've kind of written us. Um, so we have this thing before we throw. It's you do tissue prep and then activation and then mm-hmm. dynamic. So okay. you kind of warm up for like 30 minutes to an hour before you even throw. Oh, and Dang. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a process. But they'll give us the – they write these sheets for us. And we do – you'll have a compete day, a movement day, and then a recovery day. So okay. it's kind of like a cycle. Okay. And uh, each day is a different one. Each day is like 
tissue prep, you'll do just like basic mobility, um, bands, um, stuff with like five pound weights. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just, just to work those little muscles in your arm and just get it firing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the activation is just stretching. The dynamic is the stretching on the field. And then I'll go into heavy balls and I do it for about five minutes and then I'll just go play catch. Yeah. Do you long, are you a long toss guy? Do you like to like lengthen it out or is that something that you, you I don't really long toss that much actually. Um, I think I'll stretch it out to maybe like 150 feet, 191, 20 maybe. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good, man. So, like, you you keep it pretty tame. I know some guys that are like, I'm gonna go foul pole to foul pole, and I'm like, bro, that can't be good for your arm. It can't be. There's no I've, way. I I don't know. I've just learned that. I mean, not there's nothing against. I don't have anything right, against right, long time. Right. I just feel if I can, I feel the same doing it to, like without long toss, and it's a lot of stress on your arm too. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. So so you. So this is all happening now. You said you get a week off. Are you like coming home for a week? Or are you going to stay up there for the week and then just prep for spring training? What's your What's your plan there? Uh, I think I'm going to go see my brother. He's playing. My brother's playing junior college. I Where's think I'm going to go see him. He's in Galveston. Galveston okay. Juco. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I think I might go watch him play um, the weekend we're done mm-hmm. in Houston, and then I'll I'll head okay. on home. Head on to like back to Florida or like San Antonio. I'll I'll go home. I'll go home for four or five days, and then I'll have to head back to Florida. Dang. So so like so, and I'm, I've always been curious of this. So like you got you said you're living in a place with three other guys. Did they set that up for you? Like hey, you're living here, you're living here, you're living here. And this is how we're gonna do it. Like I was I've always been curious about that. So it's it's new. There's a thing called it's called pro housing. Okay. And I think it's a company working with MLB to. Mm-hmm like house all the minor league players. Yeah. Cause they just passed the, they just passed that new rule a couple of years right. ago. Yeah. Where it has qualifications for like people stay and yeah. Cause I've heard some horror, to, there's the horror story yeah. right, of, of minor league guys. Supposedly yeah. it has to have a certain amount of reviews, has to be livable, has to be clean, has to be like stuff like that. So <laughs> right. this place, um, they, they, or this company just houses us and, uh, Almost it's, like college, right? <laughs> college. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, so so I know so you're going into your first year, so you've got it laid out. You've you've done this winter camp, and and you said it's done in what a week and it's got what, another week or two, another two weeks. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we go home February. I think. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So that's sick, man. I'm, that's exciting. So are you excited to go into your first spring training? Like, obviously, like that's where all the big leaguers are going to be. That's going to be an exciting time. Are you pumped or what? Yeah, I am. I am excited. That's there's awesome, also dude. there's been a couple there's been a couple showing up recently, um, and working out too, which has been cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So has it been been kind of surreal to go out there and see those guys and just like play and, yeah. and be around them? I'm sure that's insane. Yeah, they just yeah, they're all. It's just, it's weird seeing them in person because you're always used to watching them. <laughs> on right, it's they're nuts, shot. dude. It's nuts. Like yeah. I. I've seen a couple, like I've seen a couple guys here and there, and it's just like surreal because you're just like, holy shit! Like you just know them from watching them either from really far away if you see them in person or like on TV. It's nuts. It's nuts. So, 
So let me ask you this. Are you planning, and this is obviously, you don't have to answer now, I don't know, but like, are you planning on coming back? Because obviously I met you at Genesis. Are you planning on coming back and training there maybe next off season or depending obviously on your camp situation, maybe you go to camp again? Like, uh, Yeah, as of now, I mean, I will, I'll definitely be home. I mm-hmm. uh, always come, I'll always come back to San Antonio. Um, but as of now, yeah, I, anything can happen. We could, I could have this, have a camp again, but I'll, I'll definitely be back. For sure. Awesome, man. Well, dude, we appreciate having you on. It's been a blast talking to you and hearing about, you know, the experiences. Obviously, like it's I'm sure like you're having a blast out there, dude. Like I can only imagine. Yeah. So like what what are you looking forward to most this year going into your first true pro season? Like what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to? And that's how we'll end it. What what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to competing again, getting back on the mound and just showing what I can do, what I think I can do hopefully prove to myself that like I like you can make it all the way. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, so wait, let me, okay, we'll have one more question. One more question. One more question. So do they, when you go to these camps and stuff, do they tell you, do they have like exit meetings, like meetings, like, Hey, this is like a projection. Do you have like a plan of like where you might land or like, cause I know guys will go in and like, I talked to uh, Carson Fulmer the other day and he was like, well, I'm hoping to make the big league roster, but they pretty much said like, I'm probably gonna start triple A or like, I'm probably going to start here. Do they give you like a projection of where you're supposed to be, especially after spring training? Uh, no, they, um, maybe, maybe at the end of spring training, they'll tell us. Yeah. But I've heard as of now, if you're a recent draft guy, they'll probably most likely start you in low A. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all, that's all I've heard so far. Yeah. Well, that's still exciting, man. That's like world of possibilities, bro. Go out there and just, we'll go out there and enjoy it, dude. And like I said, we appreciate having you on. Obviously, another San Antonio guy. It's a blast to always talk to these guys, you know, hometown guys that are doing big things. So, like I said, I appreciate it, man. If there's anything you want to say to the crowd, obviously, we got people that listen. So, if you got anything, now's the time to say it, bro. Um, I mean, I don't really have much. Go Phils. <laughs> go Phils, right? All right, man. Well, hey, dude, we appreciate having you on, dude. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, yeah? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, man.